Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the Motor Cop Chronicles podcast with the midweek news. Join your hosts, Iceman and Holstera, two law enforcement professionals ready to offer their unfiltered opinions on the latest news from the world of law enforcement. No filters, no edits. So be warned, the content may be upsetting to some listeners. Sit down and hold up. This may get a little bumpy. Welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles podcast. Howdy duty. Ooh, you got your fans on again or something. It's like really overpowering loud. Oh my god, this man. <clears throat> sounds, like, sounds like shit. <laughs> Welcome everyone while he turns his fans off. I don't know if y'all could hear it, but it was blasting my ears out. Hope everybody's had a very delicate girly ears. Hope everybody's had a real good week so far. Uh, we'll start out with the the housekeeping while he's back there bitching. Uh, it should be it. Yeah, it sounds better. Well, it's good because I'm going to get hot as shit. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. When I'm there, it's like the ice box. Well, it's not my fault your uh, air conditioning ain't blowing hard enough. Get you? It's just really loud. Not now. It, it it's not that it doesn't blow hard enough. It's it's really weird. It's angled like directly at the floor, and it like hits the floor and just dies. Without circulate, you know, circulating. Uh, if everybody's out there, I appreciate if you would uh, like it, share it, uh, subscribe, hit the bells. Uh, if you're on Facebook, if uh, you get time, uh, go and hit it. Make give us a review. That helps out also. You know, if you're on the audio, if you're on Apple, listening, give us a five star. Write a review. I'll shout it out. Spotify, uh can't write a review, but you can you can uh put a five star rating or something on it. Appreciate all that stuff. You uh wanna get any merch, t shirts or anything like that, uh I've got a Motorcop Chronicles podcast Etsy store. You can go check it out over there. I got everything extremely low priced and I'm waiting right now. Uh I did make an a, a allegedly t-shirt i got two of them coming in so i can check to make sure the quality's good before i put them up for sale but if they are uh we'll have the allegedly uh t-shirts for sale before long if anybody interested in that and i'm trying to figure out one for uh free bird and all of them for they'll have their own little perfectly dysfunctional uh designs and sarah's here hey sarah hey bam we are going to, uh, of course, start out with the <clears throat> main the hot, story. The hot nuts from last week? No. <laughs> I forgot it. I got a big note up here that says, don't forget the hot nuts. Just don't forget it. There are, the big story, if, if everybody's been paying attention, is, of course, the Buffalo, uh, New York shooting story where the psychopath uh, 
Ooh, you gonna make me hungry. The racist psychopath went in there and uh shot a whole bunch of people. Uh what's up, Dustin? We uh I actually uh saw well I said the whole stereo and they we saw the uh Yeah, the body the, cam the, footage. The, the, the some of the live stream, yeah, the live some of the live stream footage that he did and uh this dude's just a cold blooded killer. I mean it was uh it's bad. But can you agree that this is definitely not his first time handling a firearm? Negative, negative. That that dude was dead on without even sighting it. I mean, yeah. he was this guy. I mean, his reload and everything was uh, very, very good. Uh, it's him up here, right here. It's the the piece of shit. I ain't gonna leave him up there long. But uh, that's him. We got some stories uh, to talk about. With I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody's heard the stories already, but. Uh, you want to read the first story and uh, somebody just uh, in the that's part of the group. Uh, you said actually, it's the group, right? Yeah, somebody that's uh, part of the clubhouse and stuff like that sent me a uh, another story. I'm going to add to it that I hadn't. I didn't give it to. I just got it and uh, Holstera don't have it, so it'll be a surprise for him. They're all surprises for me. Well, it's because you don't pre-read stuff the gunman kills 10 buffalo yes because I, I sent this stuff out oh by the way you know, of course y'all can see uh the box and Freebird are not here the box had to go to work tonight and uh Freebird had fuzzy hat meeting their spirits are above me in my head right here is uh their spirits <laughs> the box and uh Freebird has started to a chicken you know of course we got under chicken Holster's got his McPossum above his head. So. That is making me hungry as hell. <laughs> Looks delicious. So a gunman kills 10 at a Buffalo supermarket in racist attack. I, I still don't understand where they're getting this. Um, because, Biden, it's, because it's a manifesto or something he, he wrote ahead of time. Or basically, somebody else wrote after. Well, basically it, it's saying that he uh, was going there to kill black people, which he's just. I want to. Didn't he pop quite a few Hispanic people? I thought he killed some white people too. I don't know. I, I got a list of. We're going to read everybody's name and uh, that did die because those are the victims and their names need to be out there. And so there is some pictures of them. I'll be bringing that up shortly. Uh, I'm not going to use the P word, but Biden called for a thorough investigation and said there was no harbor for hate filled domestic terrorism. The 18-year-old white gunman who pleaded not guilty left behind a manifesto. I thought you had to die to like, have a manifesto. A teenage gunman entrant, uh, entranced by a white supremacist ideology known as replacement theory opened fire at a supermarket in Buffalo on Saturday, methodically shooting and killing 10 people and injuring three more. I didn't see anybody get injured. Almost all of them black in one of the deadliest racist massacres in recent American history. The that, authorities that, that's identified not completely the gunman, true right there though. What about the, the the black guy that ran over sixty something people up there? And said recently? he hated white people. Yeah. yeah. So um what about all the Asians that are being beaten down by African Americans all over New York City? So that, that that's just um, yeah. whatever news Outlet we got this from they they spin it. it put it oh, this way, fucking New York Times, dude. Ma- mass killing, don't matter what color your skin is. Mass killing is, is 
totally horribly wrong, and you have to be a complete evil individual to do something like that, no matter what your race is. Yeah, killing people's killing people. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we all know it happened. I'm really surprised he went down peacefully. Well, he's a coward in my because because before he they had uh, when he was still in school, I think he made a comment in school. They said, "I'm going off of memory," that uh, he wanted to do a mass shooting at the school and then commit, you know, then kill himself, do suicide, and he had some mental evaluation. Obviously, he, he he's was, gonna he he's was, gonna wish he did. He was smart enough to trick whatever head doctor, whatever he went to, but he had already made comments like this before. Obviously, he's a coward and chickened out and didn't go ahead and take himself out or do something where the cops would have shot him you know he's a coward now he'll and and of course new york don't have the death penalty so he'll end up spending the rest of his life in jail or until some other inmates get a hold to him and take him out that way which won't be a bad thing anyway because piece of shit like that shouldn't be allowed be allowed to and that's a brutal murder being beaten to death so on other parts of it this uh a listener remember sent me uh this story and i i just got it like 15 minutes before we uh came live so i'm gonna read it you ready for this it's part of this well i think first of all i think we found precious no yeah i think i think we found precious yeah hopefully they don't keep them in protective custody dustin uh there's a dispatcher on leave after the handling of a 911 call from that came from inside of the top store where the shooting took place. Erie County Executive Mark uh, Poland, I can't say this last name, uh, Mark P. says a local 911 dispatcher has been put on administrative leave for her handling of a call about the mass shooting at the top store on Jefferson Avenue. Uh they say uh, what happened regarding the two to call was in, was inappropriate and unacceptable. According to him, the call came from someone who was inside of the store during the shooting that killed ten people and injured three others. According to the, uh, the dispatcher just screaming to the phone, "Run, bitch!" No, according to the <laughs> supervisor, uh, Erie County is pushing for the dispatcher's termination. Uh, News four will provide more information when it's available. What she did was, uh, where's the rest of the story? She said that's impossible no, no. because guns are illegal in New York. Hung up the phone. She, no, the person called and was trying to report about the incident, and the dispatcher, uh, basically said, Why are you whispering? I can't hear you, or something like that. And, uh, the person was continuing to whisper because they don't want to get shot. And guess what ha- What the dispatcher did? Hung up on him. She hung up. Hung up. Click. Fired. Uh, personally doing something like that. Maybe she should uh some some kind of charges, malfeasance in the office or something like that. You know, not everybody has that. New York does. <laughs> But, um, yeah, she hung up on the collar. That was inside of the uh, 
inside of the store there. So, could you imagine totally. that'd be like calling in like in a domestic violence situation, calling and going, "Hey, I'm looking for a, a delivery for a pizza," and having the dispatcher go, "Bitch, this ain't no pizza place," and hang up on you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd be like, "Well, I'm gonna die now." Yeah, I know, right? So obviously, Precious has left New Orleans and is was in New York working now at nine one one. Now she's suspended again. Uh, I, they don't say the name, but uh, yeah, this dispatcher. I mean, come on, if somebody's whispering, it's a good chance that uh, they don't want Friends other. Got, they, yeah, they, they're in distress. They don't want other people to hear them. Is probably why they're whispering. So, uh, come on. I mean, I guess she was too busy watching. I don't know Jerry Springer or something on TV, sipping to, her to be Diet bothered. Coke. Yeah, to be bothered by it. Now on this next screen, we, we're going to read the Buffalo shooting suspect's Hispanic best friend speaks out. Yeah, I want to do this part first. Well, go ahead. You can go ahead with it. We can do it next. Buffalo shooting suspect Hispanic best friend speaks out. Uh, FBI agents look at bullet impacts in a. Topps Grocery Store in Buffalo, New York, on May 15, 2022, a day after a gunman shot 10 people. Uh, in an ironic twist, the, suspect, the suspected white supremacist in custody following this weekend's deadly shooting rampage in Buffalo that's been wildly attributed to anti-black racism has a best friend who is of a de- different ethnicity. I bet you that was the guy behind the register that he said, oh, shit, sorry. Um, I, don't Matthew, think, I don't think his best friend worked there. But, uh, yeah, th- for instance, me and Iceman got to see this video, and uh, after he guns all these people down, he goes over the register, and there's an employee down there, and he goes, oh, shit, sorry, man, and walks away. And This was right after somebody was laying in front of him after he reloaded, or right before he reloaded, was still moving and breathing, and it's totally vicious, and he... Put around right, right there in him. I mean, it, it was horrific. Uh, Matthew Casado, who is Hispanic, is speaking out about his friendship with Peyton Genderon. Back in their upstate New York hometown of Conklin, he denounced the suspect's mass murderer, but also described him in a non-exceptional term and said he had never noticed any indicators that. Gendron harbored any extreme views on race. Um, The friends since second, oh, they've been friends since second grade, had been in contact as recent as Friday night, hours before Gendron's allegedly launched. No, he didn't allegedly. That son of a bitch did it. uh, Launched a murderous spree at the Topps Friendly Market in a predominantly black neighborhood, intentionally targeted for its non-white demographic. Yeah, so, see, there's so many conflicting stories. Well, this guy, this kid didn't live there. I think he had to drive two or three hours just yeah. to get there. He did. But it's kind of like the dude in Texas that uh, drove to the uh, the Walmart. Remember that one? Yeah. But anyway, his, uh, his friend, ex-friend, who states that he was dating a black girl, Said that uh, Ding Dong that did all the shooting never acted racist, never said anything to even the girl said that. So something's definitely wrong in this kid's head to make it. I'm, and that's no excuse. 
this kid to me ought to be fried in the electric chair or something. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and something's going on. That's too good for him. Give him a firing squad. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to read this story. Everything kind of repeats itself. The reason I brought this up is uh, these are some of the people that were uh, these are the people that were murdered viciously. They had Aaron uh, Salter, Jr., 55. Uh, he was a retired officer, uh, I think, in New York or Buffalo. Uh, he was been on the force for 30 years, retired and was working as a security guard there. He was uh, shot and killed. It's a picture of him right here. Man lost his life, 55 years old. Spent his whole entire life in public service and gets gunned down for, for no reason whatsoever. Oh, that's the security guard that was like, he was all uh, decked out in armor. And I guess they uh, traded shots or something like that. And finally, like, he had to walk up and shoot him in the head or some shit because he couldn't get through the armor. Yeah, well, this poor man, 30 years on the force and dies working extra. That's, you know. They had Ruth Whitfield, 86 years old. She was a retired Buffalo Fire Commissioner. Uh, she was one of the victims of the shooting. She said she was on her. She was going to visit his father at a nursing home and stopped at the supermarket to buy a few groceries, and but that nobody has heard from her, and she was confirmed being one of the victims. This is her right here. This lady right here lost her life for no reason because she stopped to buy some groceries for her husband in a nursing home. Catherine Kate Massey, seventy-two. You know, all these people are older too. I mean, these are old people. She had gone to the store to pick up some groceries when the gunman killed her. Is that the one probably in the very beginning? No, this is right. This is her right here. Right here. This was her. 72 years old. So she was a staunch civil rights activist, making sure Buffalo's black community was heard. Last year, she wrote a letter to the other calling for, editor calling for stronger gun regulations at a federal level. So this poor lady lost her life. Stronger gun regulations. Le- legislation in new york's not gonna help they already have like crazy gun laws there the problem is is because the gun laws are so crazy in my opinion is that's why you, you don't have you, you, you don't have people with concealed carries and stuff that had more guns in there maybe some people maybe i'm not saying it would happen maybe if they had some people in there carrying guns they could somebody could have took them out and he wouldn't have killed so many people uh hayward tenney patterson 67 like I said, all these people were like senior citizens. Uh, he, he, this is him right here. He, he, he was gunned down and killed. This man, Pearlie Young, seventy-seven. She ran a weekly food pantry for the last twenty-five years, where she would feed people in the Central Park neighborhood every Saturday. This was her right here. Spending her spending her years, you know, feeding feeding hungry people. She lost her life for no reason. Roberta Dury, thirty two. Another one, this is her that yeah, this is her right here. Killed for no reason. She helped her brother, I guess she gave her brother bone marrow. Uh, Celestine Channing, sixty five. It's her right here with her son. Sure, uh, his heart's breaking. 
Marcus D. Morrison, 52. Andrea McNeil, 53. Gerald, Geraldine Talley, 62. It's all the ones we have on here. All these people lost their lives for uh, all these. They lost their lives because of this dirt bag, which, uh, like I said, electric chair is too good for them. Uh, that's what I have with that. We we got all that out the way. That's this is just a sad story, but I had to talk about it. Uh, like I said, that that person there is just a complete. Complete another other shit bag. So he's going to get his. It's just a matter of time. Oh yeah, they, they somebody. I look for somebody definitely to put his on, uh, put him, put him in something and uh, put him in a world of hurt and kill him. Okay, we, let's go to the next one. Let's see. Hero Dispatcher. Yeah, I got to get to it. You can start if you want. Absolutely. Hero Dispatcher says Chicago caters strictly to criminals who target the innocent. He's going to get fired. Keith Thornton Jr., the 911 dispatcher on duty when Officer Ela French died, says crime in Chicago is out of control. Oh, shit, buddy. Uh, Chicago, in a TV interview last year, Keith Thornton Jr. recalled the tragic events that ended in the shooting death of a Chicago police officer, Ella French. Thornton was the 911 dispatcher on duty that August night and is credited with staying calm and deftly directing resources. Now Thornton is speaking out once again. This time to condone the state of juvenile crime in Chicago. In a lengthy Facebook post on Monday, Thornton recounted the police response to a Saturday shooting at Millennium Park. A 16-year-old was killed and another teenager is charged with second-degree murder, NBC Chicago reported. Thousands of ruthless and parentless youth wreaked havoc all throughout downtown, Thornton wrote, about Saturday's shooting. Chicago is in a death spiral and has quickly turned into a city that caters strictly to criminals who target the innocent. Thornton demanded greater accountability from parents. Take their ass to jail. Uh, Many parents have stopped parenting, he continues. Make their parents get out of bed to collect their children. Make them go to court. Thornton also says... Police officers are outnumbered and operating with limited manpower. And we know that, especially in Chicago. The the dispatcher ended his message by assuring residents that police, 911 dispatchers, and other first responders will continue working to keep residents safe. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's... But I mean, you I'm know, surprised the, that dispatcher didn't get fired. Well, I'm sure that story just came out, and as soon as it gets to uh, Beetlejuice's desk, I'm sure he'll be fired. Probably so, because those cops can't have a, an opinion on anything at all. I'm sorry, I got distracted. Uh, Bam said things were cutting out, but it straightened back up. I don't know why everything was working fine earlier, 
foot that would be us. I thought it was even on time time tonight. Yeah, first time for everything. First time for everything. I mean, like, we're legitimately sitting there staring at the clock, and I'm like, bro, it's 8 o'clock. And somehow we still end up going live at, like, 8, 12. We were on time tonight. You going to read something tonight? This next one is one of them going to get pissed off stories. It's all from Police One. California cop killer gets the minimum sentence, prompting DA to rebuke a judge. Sacramento. I got a picture, I believe. Yeah, I would. I would love to see a DA reaming a judge's ass. That ain't gonna happen. But uh, this is the uh, deputy that was murdered right here, and this is the piece of shit that killed him. He was on. not getting what he deserves. The man who fatally shot El Dorado County Sheriff's Deputy Brian Ishmael, him right here, in October 2019, has been sentenced to 15 whole years to life in prison for second-degree murder. California's uh, statutory minimum for this crime. In Louisiana, you can get convicted of second-degree murder. That's a mandatory life imprisonment, period. Well, we already know that California is slightly more liberal than Louisiana. Juan Carlos Vasquez or or Zeco or however you say his last name, this piece of shit right here, this one, this, this piece of shit, was convicted last month by a jury for killing the deputy, responding to a midnight call at an illegal marijuana grow site in Somerset. <laughs> Christopher Gary Ross, the property owner who called 911 and told authority he saw men he believed to be stealing his plants from his grow. So the guy. <laughs> so the guy. With the illegal grow site. Called the cops. Called the cops because he's getting robbed. That's like calling the cops and going, yo, he stole my crack. I don't know how to help. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, actually, he it says. I, he, Actually, he knew Vasquez and the other man were tending to the property. I guess they were the gardeners and they were stealing. Vasquez opened fire, hitting the deputy four times and wounding another deputy, Joshua Tisiba, In a scathing three-page statement Monday, Eldorado County District Attorney Vern Pearson blasted Friday's sentence and decision by Sacramento Superior Court Judge Sharon... Lurez and blamed recent legislation passed by California lawmakers, he said, has eroded accountability for violent crimes. It no longer matters whether you use a gun or how many people you harm or how many prior violent felonies you have committed, he said, who had sought a maximum sentence of 40 years to life, said in a statement. He should have just got life, period. Period. That's what he should have got. Said uh, he was referencing Senate Bill 620, which gave California judges more discretion in striking crime enhancements from sentencing decisions. Pearson said the legislation paved the way for what the prosecutor called a lenient sentence. Uh, the, her sentencing decision struck three gun enhancement 
enhancements, it struck down three gun enhancements against Vasquez that had been found true by the jury that delivered his guilty verdict on April 15th. The judge determined Vasquez does not pose a significant danger to the public. The fuck? Because <laughs> he only shot a cop? He, well, he, he shot a cop and another cop, but he's not a danger to the public. This piece of shit's a menace to society. How did they not factor in the fact that he had a firearm around all that drugs and shot a cop? I mean, it, sound, it sounds like he had previous violent offenses against him, too. <sighs> he does not pose a significant danger to the public. I'd love to see this judge. This fucking, I am wanted not to cuss so much, but I'm sorry. This fucking cunt should not be sitting on a bench anywhere. I guarantee you, you Sacramento. I, I guarantee you, if somebody would have murdered, murked one of her people and her family, she'd want to throw them under the jail for the rest of their life. Uh, that shit. <laughs> that the crimes were mostly situational. That he had been deceived by the property owner. That he that he was only twenty years old at the time of the crime, and that he had no. Known prior criminal, he 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 murdered a man and somebody else. But but that that oh my god. Uh, the district attorney countered that. Uh, oh, Pearson uh, countered that Vasquez's age is already considered for parole purposes. He also alleges that Vasquez has never expressed remorse for his crimes. He probably wasn't even here legally. The motherfucker price and snuck across the goddamn border. They additionally sentenced Vasquez to five-year term for an assault on. They they just charged the, the other cop that got shot. He just got charged. He just got assault charges on him, not attempted murder. To Ooh, be served, she's up for re-election. To be served con- concurrent with a life sentence. Uh, El Dorado County prosecutors had sought eight years for the assault on Toshiba and two other deputies who were shot at but not struck. So he shot at four cops and hit two of them, killed one of them. The legislator has cleared the path for judges to individually assess defendants and disregard any enhancement resulting in widely inconsistent sentences that fail to hold violent criminals accountable. Um, He stated, from 1997 until SB 620 took effect and at the start of 2018, a defendant found guilty of murder or any other crime resulting in great bodily injury would face a mandatory 25 year additions to their life sentence if convicted with an enhancement of discharging a firearm a tough on crime sentence sentencing law it replaced was nicknamed california's 1020 life or use a gun and you're done legislation not no more not no more you can go to california and i guess you you could shoot you could shoot up a, a sunday school class with a chicken stuck on your dick and they're gonna slap on you on your hand and say don't be mean at the chicken not if you're white you're getting life I hate to make it about race, uh, but you know damn well it is. It, it, it keeps going and going. I mean, this, this shit right here, it's like, oh, we're having a hard time hiring cops. Why? Well, I guess so. Who, who wants to come to work and, you know, get put shot your life, at, and then you, your life is worthless. Look, Billy, get your life on the line. You, you get killed trying to uh, uphold the law. And this motherfucking piece of shit right here is he's going to, he, he'll, he'll probably be out in 10 years. I bet she gets out within 10 years, if not sooner. 
And, he, and he's going to end up killing somebody else. And this man's dead. His wife and kids, mom and dad and all them, they're not going to see him no more. Well, she is up for re-election here coming up this year. You know what? They'll probably re-elect her. Maybe. I don't know. They're kind of covering the hell out of this. They're, they're, they're just, it could, they, they, they re-elect these fucking woke-ass people wonder why their crime rates through the roof. All right, we got to get the next story because uh, I'm going to get my blood pressure up and give myself a heart attack or something. Oh, don't do that. Uh, you want to read about the sodomy? Buffalo <laughs> police praised, slammed for store shooter response. Uh, I was going to do that with the first one. We can just skip over it. That was just part. It got mixed up. Okay. It just, yeah. That last story just, shit like that pissed me off. You. We're just getting into some sodomy. How's that? Former softball coach? Yeah. We got a picture of her, too. Not tea bag. This is her. Why are they always touching kids? I'm pretty sure she's a lesbian, which I don't care, but. <laughs> sodomy and sexual abuse. Former softball coach arrested again after second victim reports sexual abuse as juvenile. You said again, right? Yeah. It wasn't her first time getting arrested for Well, this is why. She's from Hoover, Alabama. Anyway, yeah, she it's she has to be a lesbian because uh, softball is a girls' sport. A former travel sports team coach in Alabama arrested earlier this year on sex abuse charges of a juvenile is facing additional charges in, involving another minor. Megan Valensky-Dees. Jesus. They, people can have last names like Smith. No more. <laughs> right. Arrested. Uh, she's only 30 years old of Pelham was charged February 23rd with first degree sodomy, first degree sexual abuse and enticing a child to enter a vehicle or house for an immoral purpose. Um, Captain Keith. Jacques Leblier. That's, that's basically <laughs> his last name. We're going to call his ass Keith. <laughs> said an adult female contacted Hoover police on February 14th and told investigators she had been subjected to unwanted sexual contact, contact by a coach on her team, travel team, when she was a minor. The abuse, she told the police, occurred over a period of two to three years and only stopped in 2016 when she was no longer a minor. No. <laughs> um, well, a lot of time, it, that's when it does stop. I mean, honestly. Really? The, these. Well, yeah, these pedophiles will, they're, they're attracted for some reason. They want to have sex with these little Damn children. Jojo. So once they, once they get in up in age, they, they don't want the older ones for, cause something's fucked up in their head, obviously. I don't know. I'll never understand the way those fuckers think. Me neither. I mean, if, after, if, after the charges were announced, a second victim contacted the Hoover Police Special Victims Unit, stating D's. <laughs> had sexually abused her between 2018 and 2019. I'll tell you what, it wasn't. It wasn't Dee's nuts. <laughs> During the second investigation, detectives learned that Dee's was, was a leader of the victim's church youth group when the abuse took place. The case, I bet you they're Catholic. Anyway, the case was turned over to the Jefferson County District Attorney office, which issued new warrants against these, <laughs> I'm sorry with that name, for first-degree sexual abuse and attempted first-degree sodomy. 
D's who had been sent uh, been out on a ninety thousand dollar bond in the first case was taken into custody May sixth and transported to the Hoover City Jail. She was then booked into Jefferson County Jail at six fourteen p.m. She had lunch at six eighteen. I just kidding. The part's not in there. And released Saturday after posting a $45,000 bond, WBMA reported. According to the University of Alabama Huntsville Athletics website, Dees played outfield for the Chargers from 2010 to 2013. After graduating from Shelby County High School in Columbia, Columbiana, uh, here we go. Uh, Keith or Kevin, whatever his name is, because all they have is his last name, and I can't pronounce that shit, said police are continuing to investigate D's history to determine if there are more victims. Anyone with information is asked to call Sergeant Scott Prentice at 205-739-6125. They forgot to mention that all these assaults took place on Tuesdays. Anyway, for some reason, I don't understand. I'll never understand pedophiles. I guess that's because, you know, I'm not a pedophile. That, that, I'm sure this woman could go out and find other adults in her lifestyle and have consensual relationships with. I don't know. I don't know. And if you're attracted, I'll say it again. It's not PC, probably. If you're attracted to, if you're if you're a pedophile and you're attracted to younger people, instead of going to get your ass arrested, go date a midget. Yeah, they're little. Make sure that's over eighteen. Yeah, I mean, I just called it it. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> this woman here, though she she probably won't. I, I bet you she she probably don't get no more than five years. Well, no, because putting her in prison is a good thing. Yeah, for her, for her. Well, not well, not necessarily because. They have grown people there, and she obviously likes non-grown people. Obviously, I mean, a taco's a taco. Maybe they'll put her in jail with underage people. I don't know. I I don't know. Nowadays, she might be in a cell with a transgender one and has a penis, and then she's really going to be up shit creek, won't she? She's going to come out pregnant (laughs) like that whole deal. Yeah, I agree with you there, Billy. They, They should, but they won't. This next one is, uh, what the hell is that thing doing? This next one from, uh, law enforcement today. That, uh, two police officers have been reportedly fired after making a traffic stop in South Haven, Mississippi, close to home here. Leroy Dorsey was fired from his job as a police officer after a routine traffic stop in March. Dorsey said he stopped the vehicle on I-55. Inside the car was a local comedian, Grove Hero, who recorded the stop and posted it on Instagram. Both Dorsey and his partner were seen in the recording and allegedly terminated. Uh, soon they were terminated soon after this encounter was posted online. Dorsey, Dorsey allegedly alleged that the stop was not recorded on body camera footage and was not called in because it was a friendly encounter. The Instagram video showed the police officers laughing and shaking hands with the local comedian. It's, uh, he, of course, the cops like, this is not something I should be fired for. Dorsey also noted that the Board of Aldermen did not ask for any information regarding the incident. No arrest has, uh, no arrests were made during the stop. Uh, so the investigation began 
due to the Instagram video. Dorsey expressed his frustration with the termination because not only did he lose his current job, but he is allegedly unable to move to another department. It's because when you were fired, when you're in law enforcement, when, they blackball your ass. You're black. You're done. You're ba- you, you may find something somewhere if you're damn lucky. But most about time, the I, only way you're going to get a job with another department is if that other department has a massive issue with that department you yeah. got fired from. Dorsey is calling this a wrongful termination. Alleged, allegedly, our favorite word, allegedly, T-shirts will be out soon. <laughs> he was his termination for misconduct and for not turning on his body camera. His partner was also allegedly fired from this incident. Uh, I don't see anything fucking wrong with it. They weren't doing a law enforcement investigation. They were bullshitting. That would be the same thing as firing you for not turning it on while you're using a bathroom at the Walmart. Yeah, it says, uh, we have seen the warnings before. Be careful what you post on social media. Unfortunately, there are people out there who like to make trouble for people with whom they disagree. And especially if you get a liberal mad, they will go out there way to make your life miserable. Just ask Tucker Carlson. Yeah. My thing is, this is what I'm, I'm getting. At. This is, this is one part of the story. Now, personally, from what he says, Yes, I I totally agree. He should not be terminated for what he didn't write a ticket. He uh, the, it was a friendly stop. I've had friendly stops. I mean, I write most tickets, but I don't write all tickets. It's up to my discretion. I've had uh, nice conversations with people. I mean, not not what I'm thinking. This is what, what I'm thinking. So because of that, I don't think he should have been fired. What I'm wondering. Has he been warned before about not having his body camera on? Okay. Had had, had he been written up or in trouble before? Because they didn't fire him for that. They fired him for 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 not calling a stop in and not well, more basically for not turning his body camera on. So my thing is is I'd like to see more information on it because I'm wondering was he already been disciplined for not using his body camera? the way he was supposed to and that's what they and it sounds like maybe they were already wanting a reason to get rid of him and when he didn't turn it on or he turned it off and stop or something that was their reason for getting rid of him that's what i'm that that's what i'm thinking you think he was already on the chopping block they just needed a fucking i'm thinking i'm thinking because i don't think that he would get fired from a first time offense saying that i mean worst case you this first have time, a good lawsuit you're gonna get Hand slapped, told not to do it. Second time, maybe written up. Third time, possibly fired. So how many times did he have been told about not having his body camera on? Yeah, they must not have a union there. I mean, don't get me wrong. The shit could have went sideways. That, that's yeah. what, But that's what I'm wondering. Because that's just one side. I don't think they fired him just for, for that. I, there, there's more to this story. Well, they had both. Out. They said two officers? Yeah, they fired two. So, I, there's just more to it. Hey, I, I, I'd like to hear the other side of it. So, anyway, that's just my opinion on that. Uh, I think there's way more to that story. But he didn't get fired for not writing a ticket or whatever. It, it, there's more to that one. I'm sure. We're going to move on over to one of our <clears throat> other favorite places, uh, California. Old California. California. Uh, bum, 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 bum. This is weird. I clicked it, and it's protecting the criminals. No, uh, let's see where we're at. 
This is on. Zero bail. We did not pull it up correctly. No, hang on. Let me re-click it. It's from Law Enforcement Today. Cutting-edge law enforcement article and information. Yeah, San Francisco. It's protecting the criminals. As crime explodes, minor traffic stops are to be banned under new San Francisco plan to reduce <laughs> racial bias. They already have legalized <laughs> drug use, shitting on the sidewalk, camping on the sidewalk. Matter of fact, if you camp on the sidewalk, they give you free shit. Mm. Um, Phones and money. It, but now, now you can't even get pulled over. So, like, why do you even have cops at this point? This is uh, San Francisco is the latest Democratic city to target procedural tool long used. Uh, where's the rest of the story at? <laughs> For some reason, it didn't pull up. Anyway, yeah, that, they're they're wanting to uh, get rid of like basic traffic stops and stuff like that, which. Uh, I mean, a lot of um, hell. Ted Bundy was caught because of a traffic cop. Right, right. Oh hell yeah! Uh, you know, you know how many drugs are found or uh, sex trafficking victims have been saved all over traffic stops. Yep. Not in California. Just go look. If you just want to smoke dope, steal shit, and just basically live in a, a lawless uh, area, just just move to San Francisco and some of these. These California areas, not all places in California, but just move one of the big blue cities. Yeah, you just got. The fuck I, you want to. I mean, the, the amount of DUI drivers I've taken off the road because they had an out taillight is amazing. I, I like the fact that, yeah, theoretically. So if they're just drunk as hell, obvious, you just can't stop them anymore. I mean, this ain't gonna work. Well, if you do go to California because you want to live in lawlessness, make sure you have some good shoes because I believe they just shit in the streets and needles. Oh, no, and you need some and uh, stuff some like waiters. <laughs> so, I, I, shrimp and uh, slicks. I know I wouldn't go there. If I lived there, I'd be trying to move out. I know some people are stuck, unfortunately. So, the next one is we're going to uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Buttons. Buttons. War on cops. War on cops. When did that happen? Another law enforcement today. Uh, bear with me. Something pop ups. Breaking news. <laughs> War on cops. Atlanta police officer Ryan Chandler indicted for 2018 crash that killed a man on a scooter. I'm sorry, that's not funny. I just I just imagined a big cruiser hitting one of those mobility scooters. Atlanta, Georgia. One might wonder why the normally sensible Fulton County District Attorney would want to pursue a case against a police officer for a traffic death that happened three years ago, which was arguably, arguably unavoidable. Under District Attorney Fannie, Will, Fannie Willis, a grand jury has indicted Atlanta police officer Ryan Chandler for an August 2018 incident in which a man on a scooter was run over and killed. The grand jury on April 26th returned a two-count indictment charging Chandler with vehicular homicide and violation of oath. Don't look at me. I don't know what that is. Like, I mean, I took an oath to protect the Constitution. We, 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 We all do. Yeah. But I don't remember in the oath me saying I wouldn't run over people on scooters. I, 
Chandler was responding to an undercover officer's call for help. So, yeah. He was running code. You can bet on it. Oh, dude. For people that don't know, when we come to your house running code, it is not the same as when we hear one of our brothers screaming over that radio. We're we're pegging that shit. Um, Driving at almost double the speed limit in a 25-mile-an-hour zone. What? So he was doing 50? Yeah, well, I said almost double the speed limit, so he was doing like 49. Oh, that is not how fast I would be going. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had not activated his lights and sirens. Investigators have reported, well, he wasn't running 1018. I mean, fucking 45 or 50 miles an hour is mm-hmm. normal. With no lights and sirens on, he wasn't running code. No, investigators have reported, but the reason has not been publicly disclosed. After the crash accident, victim Marvin King was transported to Grady Memorial Hospital uh, where he died of his injuries. It is tragic, but Chandler's lawyer said he should not be charged. Defense attorney Brian Steele said a stop sign at the scene of the accident was obscured and improperly placed. So that releases him from any liability. That's on the city. Yeah, that's on the city. Creating a hazard that led to the death of King who was crossing the intersection of Washington Place and Newcastle Street on his scooter, still argued that the stop sign at the intersection in southwest Atlanta, which Atlanta streets are fucked up, has since been moved so that it is visible and the overgrown vegetation removed, Steele told Channel 2. The stop sign, if you look at it, on the day of the collision cannot be seen. It is covered up by trees and bushes. Since this fatally occurred, the city of Atlanta has removed those bushes. They also put the stop sign in a proper place. Go late now. Damn. This has got to be one of them woke district attorneys going out this cup three years after the fact. Dude, did you see how much damage that scooter did to that car at 50 miles an hour? No, I didn't look at The, the front wheels are missing off the cruiser, and the push bumper is bent completely forward. Yeah, it's weird. That's a lot of damage for a 50-mile-an-hour accident. Still said Chandler did not commit a crime, and he did not, not violate his oath. He said, I have a weird feeling he's going to win this, and he's going to sue the living shit out of that department. I would. Officer, yeah. Officer Chandler has been living more than three and, a, three and a half years with the heaviest heart with what happened. You absolutely bet your ass this fateful day, but he did not in any way commit ve- vehicular homicide. No, if anyway, it'd be manslaughter, and he did not violate his oath of office. Uh, Officer Chandler immediately went to assist and give life-saving procedures to Mr. King. He has always said, always apologized and praised for King and his family. Chandler was placed on administrative duty on August 8, 2018, and has not returned to active patrol duty. Damn, and Atlanta Police on, Department spokesman said. For three years? Yeah, he, uh, he's been on desk. Wow. But they go right there in Georgia. More woke shit from these fucking Soros-funded uh, attorneys. One day, <laughs> people going to stop voting for them bastards. Breaking news. The Atlanta police officer who was fired after fatally shooting Richard Brooks in a Wendy's parking lot last year has been reinstated by Atlanta's Civil Service Board. Hmm. Go figure. That's right underneath it. I'm like, what the fuck? Go figure. Now we're moving over to Houston because they had another, basically a mass shooting over there in Houston. 
over the weekend. Right, Jennifer? That's what I'm saying. I have to stare at it, and it, it looks so delicious. Them damn McPossums. I don't give a shit if it's made of chicken asses. They're delicious. <laughs> Two killed and three were hurt in a shooting in a Houston flea market Sunday. Two people were killed and three others were taken to the hospital Sunday afternoon when gunfire broke out at a Houston flea market. You can't even go buy cheap shit without getting shot at. Uh, thousands of people were in the flea market when shots rang out around 1 p.m. Deputies said one of the men in the hospital is a suspected shooter and two other suspects were taken in for questioning. Uh, they said a fight broke out between all of these people who were injured and no innocent shoppers were hit. That's the end of that story. So, little pre- part of good news, at least these motherfuckers at least knew how to aim. Because this mm-hmm. place was packed and no, no innocent people got hit. So... Must be hollow points. I'm just saying that at least, I mean, most of the time they just spray in bullets everywhere. But just just so we're on the same page, that, that's constituted as a mass shooting. More than three people got shot. I think so. You ready to get to the next one? At least these shooters get actually aimed. Hey, I'm just glad that no innocent bystanders. Look, if mm. all the gangbangers in the world want to kill each other, I have no fucking problem with that. But when they start killing innocent civilians and babies that are sleeping in their house, like I think you did that story about the baby watching the cartoons that got popped. Yeah. Um, that shit is wrong. Now, if you want to be a gangbanger and go shoot at another gangbanger and you guys, hell, I'll tell you what, go find an open field and just shoot at each other like they do in the Revolutionary War. You know, but don't go around. 15 today. paces, people. 15 paces. That That's it. And turn around and empty your magazine and mm. never hit the person. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Hang on, I'm trying to Two people were shooting each other in the field not too long ago. Somehow they shot the cow. Five cows oh. died. No, <laughs> no people were injured. Georgia board considers clemency for man who murdered eight-year-old and raped her 10-year-old friend in 1976. What in the fuck? And look at a picture of this motherfucker. He, oh, he looks like somebody that would rape your kids. Are you putting him up? Yeah, he's up there. I mean, I mean, you just look at him. This dude looks like a freaking creeper right here. How could they, dude? He murdered an eight-year-old and raped, like violently raped, a ten-year-old little girl. Yeah, they, all in one they, sitting. They thinking about blooding him out of jail. But they want to lock up the officer that was running code and fucking <laughs> hit somebody crossing the road by accident. On accident. On accident. This dude willfully. I'll tell you what, put me in a room with him with a machete. You don't have to worry about it. Atlanta, Georgia. Virgil Delano Presnell Jr. has a date to meet his maker. And it's Tuesday, May 17th. I want to flip the switch. He even knows what time he's supposed to take his last breath for his heinous crimes he committed against two little girls in 1976. At 7 p.m. That's really weird. They put that in there. Um... But the Georgia State Board of Pardons and Paroles has announced it is stepping in at the last minute to consider granting clemency to the man who murdered an 8-year-old and raped a 10-year-old friend of the 8-year-old. I have an idea. Anybody that thinks it's a good idea to provide him with clemency should be put to death. This is bullshit. The five-member board is meeting at 9 a.m. Monday to receive information in favor of commuting 
Presnell's death sentence, according to news release from the board. Former Cobb County District Attorney Georgia Buddy Darden, who tried the case, had a what the hell Sunic Sakunic statement regarding Presnell. Anyway, the parole board is set to review Presnell's comprehensive case file, and it said no public comment will be taken and no other business will be conducted at this special meeting. So as a citizen of the United States, you're not allowed to even open your mouth and voice your opinion. Georgia's parole board has the authority to grant clemency and commute or reduce a death sentence to the possibility of parole or life without parole. At the meeting, the board may commute Presnell's sentence, issue a stay of execution up to 90 days, or deny him clemency. 46 years ago, Presnell, 68, was convicted of raping and murdering Ann Smith and kidnapping with bodily injury and raping Andrea Furlong. I actually know somebody by that name. For this, he was given the death sentence in August 1976. See, that's the problem is they let these sons of bitches wait around. I say the minute they say, hey, they're guilty, just inject them on the stand. Mm-hmm. The sentence was overturned in 1992 and reinstated in 1999. This dude's been a yo-yo. Presnell abducted and attacked the two girls as they walked home from school May 4th, 1976. Udis is pissing me off. So I have an idea. The, I, the one person that should be allowed to say whether or not he walks or not should be the little 10-year-old girl that's still alive. Oh, most definitely, yeah. If if her input isn't heard, it don't fucking matter. So I have an idea. Yeah? No, go ahead. I'm, just, I'm trying to do something. Um, uh, the girls did everything they could to fight off the grown man and save their lives. Laureate attempted to escape Presnell, who caught her and drowned her in a nearby river. Dude, I can't read this. Needless to say, that's this is all fucked up. No. Like, it ain't even my kids. And I want to hurt this guy. That's that's very heinous. Oh, yeah. I mean, this guy up here, he should just be... Uh, he shouldn't have lived this fucking long. That's what I'll send you. I'll tell you. No, he shouldn't have. But look at him. He just looks like a pedophile. Oh, hell yeah. So... Anyway, he he's out. Yeah, you're damn right, JoJo. He should have been dead 45 years ago. Yeah, I. And the fact that they're even thinking about this, fuck Georgia. That's forget it. Just to hell with them. I'll tell you what. I'm assuming was well, um, 40 years ago, if the baby's dad was about 30, 40, 50, 60, 70. The dad would probably be about 70 years old. Nah, at that point, if I'm 70 years old and you raped and killed my kid, you walk out that door, I'm putting one in you. If I was that child's father. Oh, yeah. All right. So, uh, next. Going back to it. The body cam proves cops rummage through a black woman's lacrosse was, team personal items. Just trying to figure out how to boot somebody off, but I gonna have to look into it. All you got to do is click your name. No, nah, well, that's not working on here. Here, let me see. 
No. Not on how my shit's working. So. Got some troll over there on YouTube. So. Oh, fuck them. Yeah, just let them do. All you're doing is helping my comment stream there anyway. Absolutely. Thanks for boosting us out to the uh, rest of the world. So go right ahead there, buddy. Comment stream there anyway. What are you playing? You. Body cam proves cops rummaged through black women's lacrosse team personal items during a search. Uh, deputies had denied searching through the personal items of the women's lacrosse team at a Delaware State University during an unwarranted stop and search, but recently released body cam footage proving otherwise. On Thursday, body cam footage was released showing Georgia's sheriff's deputies rifling through the personal items of the majority black women's lacrosse team, NBC News reported. The unwarranted search was conducted late last month when the Delaware State Hornets were returning home from a game in Florida along I-95 in Liberty County, Georgia. Police stopped the team's black bus driver, Tim Jones. Uh, They claimed he was uh, improperly traveling in the left lane, which I'm thinking if they pulled him over for that, he was probably just driving in the left lane. And you only suppose, even Louisiana, you get pulled over for it. You have to be passing someone. To stay in the lane. You're supposed to move over to the right if you're not passing someone. Players felt like they were being. Mm -hmm. Players felt like they were being racially profiled during the April 20th encounter. But Bowman denied that motivation. Before entering the motor coach, deputies were not aware of this school, that it was a historically black college or aware of the race of the occupant, which is true. I mean, it's hard to see who, who's driving a, one of these big charter buses, and you cannot even see who's on it, period, because the windows Hell are Hell so no, the windows are like 50%. Like uh, cause, and then they're, they're way up high. He added at a Tuesday press conference that, n- that no personal items on the bus or any person were searched. Uh the body cam, they say, shows deputies rifling through the players' backpacks and bags. Authorities used canine dogs to search the bus. This is what we do, one deputy told a player. He described how their job is to stop commercial vehicles in search of drugs, large amounts of money, or children being trafficked. Uh, now that the footage has been released, the women's lacrosse team is happy that body cam footage proved their claims of having their personal items searched. They were searching through our belongings and luggage for 20 minutes. I remember them going through my friend's bag, and she was saying, that's my bag. And they were looking through her panties. I'm sure that's what they wanted <laughs> to sniff some dirty panties. I, Anderson, I'm going to go out on a ledge and assume that uh, allegedly the canine hit on the bus. I'm, I'm not sure. Anderson posted a personal video from the encounter on social media. Asking if this is what it means to be black in America. Notice, like I said, they don't play the race card on this one. It, it's not that's not they couldn't tell who was on that bus or anything else like that. Well, either a they were given permission to search or b the canine hit. Delaware Attorney General Kathleen Jenkins has requested the Justice Department to conduct a formal review of the incident, according to the news. Uh, it They'd don't say be fired if this was Georgia. It don't say if the uh, 
they don't say if the dog hit or not. Usually they don't start pulling bags and stuff out unless the dog hits on something. Yeah, because that's a lot of shit to go through. Yeah, they, what, what they do is uh, they'll just run a dog around the outside of a vehicle like that. And if the dog hits, that's their probable cause to go in and search. They're trying to make this into a big racial thing, which I don't believe it was. They're just trying to play the race card on this one, and that had nothing to do with it. I'm sorry on that one, but that's just the way it is. I had nothing to do with with that. And our last story, let old Stare have it, uh, is another mass shooting we had over the weekend. Hey, look at where that's at. Mm-hmm. La- Laguna Woods, California. A man opened fire during a lunch reception at a Southern California church, killing one person and wounding five senior citizens before a pastor hit the gunman on the head with a chair. Jesus. And parishioners hogtied him with electrical cords. Jerry Chen had just stepped into the kitchen of his church's fellowship hall around 1.30 p.m. Sunday when he heard the gunshots. Chen, 72, a longtime congregant at Irvine Taiwanese Presbyterian Church in Laguna. Oh, the rooftop Koreans. Um, Laguna Woods peeked around the corner and saw church members screaming, running, ducking under tables. I knew someone was shot. He said, I was very, very scared. I ran out of the kitchen door. To call 911. Officials said the shooting ended after the gunman killed one man and wounded five senior citizens before worshippers hogtied his legs with an electrical cord until deputies arrived. Four of the five people wounded suffered critical gunshot injuries, while a a motive for shooting at the Geneva Presbyterian Church in the city of Laguna Woods was not immediately disclosed. Investigators don't believe the gunman, an Asian man in his 60s, whose name was not immediately released, lives in the community. Well, that's just racist. Chen, who called 911 from the church's parking lot, said he was in such a state of shock that he was unable to tell the operator his location. I had to ask someone else for the address. Well, that's another mass shooting. This one ain't getting no coverage because it doesn't fit their narrative. I didn't even know this one happened. Um, Chen said about a group of 40 congregants had gathered in the fellowship hall luncheon after the morning service to welcome their former pastor, Billy Chang, Chang, who had served the church for 20 years and was beloved and respected uh, community member. Chang moved back to Taiwan two years ago. This was his first time back stateside, Chen said. Damn. That is insane. Oh, it's in Orange County. Oh, Mona. But they had a lot of uh, they had a lot of shootings, mass shootings over this past weekend. Kind of makes you kind of think what the hell's going on, right? And it, and it's all in these liberal places that are pretty damn hard to get a gun. Yep. That's that's the one thing everybody needs to focus on. Forget the fact. I mean, don't forget the fact that there were people injured or killed. But notice they're only taking place. Hey, Mona. They're only taking place in soft target areas, okay? A church inside of California is extremely soft target. A, a store in New York, a open, you know, public like a Walmart or something like that. 
Well, Texas is a soft target. Texas ain't soft target because everybody's got, got a damn gun. They got good, yeah, but they didn't shoot nobody. They weren't aiming at either over there, did they? No, no, they just shot each other. All right. Well, I'm not going to forget tonight, y'all. Uh, we got to vote on some hot nuts. Uh, My hot nuts is the stupid sons of bitches thinking about pardoning that uh, child molester. All right. So Holster is voting for the uh, child molester guy. Trying to see which one it was. No, just puts in y'all's uh, votes in. What do you think, do Red that. Pill Mike? What's your hot nut story? In other words, <laughs> I don't want to have dead silence while we're doing this. Uh, see, Mona popped in at the very last second, huh? Yeah, she probably don't know what the hot nuts we have. Uh, Dustin says he agrees with you for the child molester hot nuts, so that's two. Y'all can go buy some hot nuts to actually eat also. <laughs> been selling them at the store yeah and it's not the pedophile it's the commission's board that's thinking about letting his fucking ass walk yeah that stupid i well i mean like where do you even get these ideas it's, all, do, it's all these you know look how much they no, are dude, it can't even be liberals i mean liberals can't I, look there there's a lot of stupid ass liberals but to just flat out say we kind of like this pedophile it, it, what It's all right. You have to go back and listen. Uh, JoJo says uh, hot uh, hot nuts as well. <laughs> the the board people too. And, oh, he's definitely going to win. Well, Dustin, if you get some pickle flavored uh, hot nuts, uh, Freebird's going to have to eat them because I do not eat anything related to douche. That's douche food. That's why when I went to the store, douche I went food. to go get the vinegar. Uh, the vinegar chips, but, salt and vinegar. But, you were like, why are you getting that? So I didn't get it because I thought maybe you were allergic. Now it fucking hit me. That's my favorite type of chips. So you like eating douche food too. I also like really nice toilet paper. <laughs> Single ply some bitch. Bam says, please do send them uh, pickle flavor when they could. She will eat them. They she got pickled chips. Up. Uh Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. We got like seven for uh, the board wanting to let the child molester out. So I'm pretty sure he's got it for tonight because we don't have but ten people in here. So did you did you by chance sum up uh, what last week's was, or you want me to go back and look? You can go back and look. Um, we didn't have a whole a bunch second. of votes. Go back and look real quick before I pull it up. We'll just have to do both of them. Yeah, I'm logging in. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I, I appreciate the uh, the guy bouncing in and uh, over there and talking shit because that actually it helps the algorithm. The more times you write, well, he's blocked now. So, well, damn. He was talking. Uh, he was saying some pretty uh, racist, vulgar stuff over there. Oh yeah, he was. I was even trying to figure out how to report him. Um, the hell? How much shit did you post this week, dude? A lot. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot. Uh, on a roll. 
I'm trying to keep it, keep the algorithm up and everything on it. No, that's Liberty Freedom Whiskey. Well, it's because you're on the wrong one. That's no, I'm on yours. Uh, Mick Method. Dude, this is nuts. Okay, forgot the hot nuts. Uh, sunshine girl, deputy arrested, writes mom, Texas student, dad leaves kid in car. Um, I put kid in car. Um, I, Iceman votes for the sunshine girl. Oh, the chick with the yellow hair. Dad leaves kid in car. That's two for that one. Uh, how about the guy that forgot hot nuts? <laughs> that was actually my preferred choice too, Robert. Um, I'm not allowed. To, I mean, I'm a, you know... Sunshine girl, sunshine girl, yellow poodle, sunshine girl. I think sunshine girl got sunshine it. Sunshine girl got it. That's the chick with the yellow hair. If y'all want, yeah. Y'all they thought she's gonna hide from the police with the yeah, yellow with, hair. Yeah, with like bright yellow hair. So, so there you go. You can write so that sun, down so we remember. Sunshine it. and uh, the board got sunshine it. Sunshine blue skies. Let's go over here and, and do a little hot nuts. Dan just texted me. He said he was sorry he missed the live show tonight, but he did restock. It looks like he uh, bought himself uh, three three bottles of uh, salty caramel. Bottle, Ooh, I got that at home. A bottle of this rum that he told me about that was real good. Uh, it's like a banana something flavored rum and uh, some other stuff. He, he's got a whole bunch of alcohol he bought himself right there. So Dan's gonna do real good. <laughs> yeah, banana hair. You, you're correct. Let's get on to our hot nuts song for these idiots. Hot nuts. Like idiots. Hot nuts. Yep. You're a stupid dumbass. They both are. <laughs> you dumb motherfucker. I can't believe they're gonna still really let want to let a pedophile the dumbass murder motherfuckers. Jail. I mean, it wasn't even like the first time. No, he's definitely. You're a stupid dumbass. He would definitely go reoffend. You bet on that. The dumbass motherfucker. And I think that if he does, then uh, they should charge those fucking. You're a stupid dumbass. Yeah, he, he's he's going to reoffend. Uh, <laughs> uh, the fact that they're I, flat out telling people to how they're showing up to the council <laughs> meeting because we won't talk to you about it. Uh, I mean, it, Billy says, "Don't put the watermelon in the freezer." Yeah, I, I heard that. Not to do that. It's not, yeah, that shit'll freeze. Not quite high enough. Not high enough alcohol in fruit. But I bet you could make some delicious. Watermelon whiskey flavored popsicles out of it, then. Ah, no. Look, you're eating douche flavored potato chips, and you're gonna make a face about watermelon watermelon whiskey popsicles. Uh, I've never liked frozen alcohol. And you like, eat McPossums, like Jello shots and shit. Never really was my thing. I like my alcohol liquid, so it just perfectly slides down my yeah. throat. You eat, McPo- and I go to you eat McPossums. I sent you a picture of that 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 uh, McPasco they're coming out with up there. <laughs> two pieces of the bread and a fucking and uh, tuna, ramen packet. And tuna fish. It smells like tuna. Oh. I, I like tuna fish. <laughs> One of these days we got to go back to having our episode where it's me and you bullshitting. Yeah. 
<clears throat> well, y'all could come back on either Sunday or Monday. I put it out late. Uh, put out one Monday. Or you guys can come back Saturday. Or the, I, for, I almost forgot. Come podcast. back Saturday and listen to us on Liberty Freedom uh, Whiskey Podcast. We definitely got some. That's our. If you want to hear us rant and rave and bitch about politics, uh, because I tell you what, DeSantis is in for a. Uh, he's he's got one for this Saturday. No, Dustin agrees with you that McPossums are delicious. Absolutely, <laughs> McChicken assholes. I don't care. It's delicious. Can't wait till they come back. You right. just like Jello shots, Jojo, because you can't taste the alcohol until like an hour later when it all hits you. <laughs> all right, everybody. Like I said before, like and share it. Uh, subscribe. Hit the bells, notifications. Go check out the Etsy store if you want to. Allegedly, t-shirts will hopefully be available soon. And uh, love every one of you. Have a wonderful night. Y'all be safe, and uh, either see y'all next Wednesday, or hopefully we'll see y'all Saturday. Thanks for watching, and remember to smile, because Iceman could always be behind you. We're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.